We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Last Claw, a West Tigers podcast brought to you by the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network. You can find The Last Claw as well as other great rugby league team podcasts on Spotify under the Sports Best Friends Podcast Network. Also make sure to follow at The Biggest Tiger and at Last Claw Pod on Twitter to keep up with all things rugby league and West Tigers related throughout the NRL season. Well, Tigers fans, unfortunately, it did not take long in 2022 for us to sink back into this feeling of why do we follow this football club? It was a rough old game against the Newcastle Knights on Sunday afternoon at McDonald Jones Stadium where we went down 26.4 losers against the Knights. Uh, Ken Mamilo scored our only try in the 75th minute. And it was just, uh, there was never a point in that 80 minutes where I felt like the Tigers were in the game. From, from pretty much the first set, we got dominated physically by the Knights' defence, and then they got the ball. Uh, Kemamalo dropped the, uh, the kick at the end of their set, and from then on, we were on the back foot. Uh, we conceded two very early tries, and the Knights, you know, they were, they were really good. They were dominant. They, they put us to the sword, and we, we just crumbled under the pressure. Uh, it was really, really tough to watch. It was really, really disappointing to see in the second round of the season the players turn up with that kind of attitude and put in that kind of effort. There's a few talking points that I want to talk about for the game, and unfortunately it's not going to be the most positive episode of the last quarter today because obviously with that performance that we've put in, there's not going to be a lot of positive things I can mention. Unfortunately, there are some things I want to talk about that are... Uh, that maybe aren't, uh, aren't so good to talk about if you're a Tigers fan. The first thing is, uh, you know, no disrespect to Ken Mamalo as a footballer and, you know, a person and whatever, but how do we captain him for a first-grade game of rugby league? I don't understand how we can... We sit down and we make, we make decisions, and this is one of the ones that we've come up with, that we're going to captain Ken Mamalo... Uh, for for an NRL game, like, note obviously no disrespect to Ken. I think he's a fantastic footballer and he's a wonderful asset to this side. But is he is he a, what what about him makes him a captain? He's he's out on the wing. From what I see and what I what I kind of gather from watching the games is he's not the most vocal person out there. He doesn't have a massively loud voice. I just. And I'm sure a lot of Tigers fans are with me on this. If we're going to just pick names out of a hat to decide our captain, then what is the point in even running out with one? Like, Matty John spoke about it on his Sunday night show after the game. He said, he said if you're going to name a five-man leadership group, all that shows about your club is that you have no leaders. 
I think the closest thing we have to a natural leader right now is Adam Dewey. And as soon as he gets back on the field, uh, he will be full-time captain. And I think he will be a voice that we can we can follow and, and a captain, an actual captain that our side can have. Um, but until then, we, we don't have a leader at this club and it's really concerning that we just kind of, we run out there and we're, we're lost and we don't have anyone to guide us through 80 minutes. And he spoke shortly about, uh, you know, Paul Harrigan when he was at the Knights and he said, you know, the chief, when we were there, he was the captain. And when he spoke, you listened and no one ever questioned him because, you know, he was the leader of the club. He was the leader of the group. And the Tigers don't have that right now, especially not with Adam Dewey on the sidelines. So it's really, really tough to, you know, be competitive in games of football when you don't have someone that can bring the group together and, you know, push them towards the end goal. And we, we just, we're struggling for leadership, obviously, right now. But the fact that James Tarmow hasn't played the opening two games, I think, is definitely not helping with that. Like, he was the, obviously the captain all throughout last season and he, uh, he seems to be a, a voice on the field, but he doesn't play a lot of minutes. But, you know, even just the impact of having a leader out and around the team on, the ga- on game day could, could make the difference. I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of trying to throw ideas up there to uh, give us something to look forward to. But, yeah, the whole captaincy saga has really, really been, you know, a low, low point uh, in our season so far. And we're only two games in. So hopefully we can work that out, you know, the sooner we get Adam Dewey back out there. Uh, obviously the better. I want to touch on a couple of key stats out of this game. Uh, our six middle forwards, so uh, the three the three starters and then three off the bench that also played in the middle, ran combined on Sunday for a, for a combined, sorry, 340 metres between the six of them. That's an average of 56 running metres per player. Our starting front row of Stefano Utuikamanu and Alex Twall ran combined 109 metres that's both of our starting front rowers. You see the good sides, each of their starting front rowers will run over 109 metres a game easily, and that's what our combined effort was between our 8 and 10 on Sunday. Uh, what the, You can criticise Brooks. Um, you can criticise the lack of creativity. You can criticise the finishing to the sets. If our big men are only going to run an average of 56 metres each in a game, an 80-minute game of rugby league, we have no chance. We could have Jonathan Thurston and Cooper Cronk in the halves. We could have, you know, Greg Inglis at fullback. It's not going to make any difference whatsoever to the result of the game when your forward pack gets absolutely dominated the way that ours did against the Knights on Sunday. There's, and, like... Obviously, you know the Knights forwards were immense. You know they, they, they uh, Daniel, uh, sorry, Jacob Saifidi ran for 134 meters. Um, Mitch Barnett ran for over 100 meters. Young Thompson off the bench ran for nearly 100 meters. You know all of their back contributed really well. Uh, young Croker off the bench ran for 125. So, you know the Knights players stepped up and their big man did the job that they needed to do. And then they were obviously good enough to turn that into points at the other end of the field. Um, I will touch on one positive thing for the Tigers in this game, and that was Jackson Hastings. I thought he had a really, really good game in the sixth jersey. He ran for 200 metres, which was the most of any player on the field. Um, created some good opportunities for us. Uh, made that nice line break in the second half where he nearly set Gildart up in the corner. Um, I thought he was a shining light for us. Unfortunately, he is out for the next three games now with a suspension for a lifting tackle Uh 
in the Knights game, so he will miss our next three. But I thought he was a real shining light. And also our defense in the first half, despite the fact that we conceded two tries really early on, um, you know, it was two tries to kicks, and then we did not concede another try for the rest of the half, despite the fact that we continuously put ourselves under immense pressure through uh, just a lack of discipline, um, making errors and giving away penalties and having no field position. And the field position that we did have in this game, the, the rare opportunities that we had on the Knights line to score points, we, we just didn't look like scoring. We did score that one try at the end of the game, which was a little bit of Dane Laurie magic with, um, with a nice pass out to Kemba Marlowe. But um, we just didn't look like scoring points in this game. And it's really disappointing because our attack did look much better against the Melbourne Storm last week. And to kind of look like we're already starting to go backwards in that regard uh, is disappointing. But look, it's, it's just a result that we need to, we need to put in the past. We need to, we need to try and forget that that, uh, that that ever happened, really. I think a lot of us fans are already trying to forget that that, e- that even happened. So if the players can put it behind them and move on to next week, then I think that's the best thing for us. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. I'm going to move on to a question from Twitter now, at Tiger 5 A couple of questions actually that he's got for me. Uh, he's, he wants to know, should we give the young hooker Rua a taste of first grade on the bench? Um, you know what? I think absolutely it's worth a shot. I, I think he was really impressive in the trials, uh, especially against the Roosters. He just needs, uh, especially as a dummy half, he needs to be a bit more selective on the line when, when, he, when he runs and when he passes. I think if you're, a, if you're a dummy half in the NRL, then you should be passing you know, nine times out of ten, especially when you're on the goal line. Um, and so he just needs to be a bit more selective in that regard. But he does, he does seem to be built in that, uh, that kind of a Brandon Smith mould where uh, he, he can get out a dummy half and he can play a little bit of lock and, you know, he, he runs hard and he tackles hard and he's, he seems like the type of player that we really want to get into the first grade side because he seems to be hungry for it and those are the types of players that we need right now. Uh, he also asked, who can replace Maguire as coach if he eventually does get the sack? Um, in a perfect world, Michael Maguire can last the season. I think it would be ridiculous of us to re-signing him in the off season and then sack him this early on into into a new year. Obviously, not something the Tigers haven't done before. But um, I think whether he's the man for the job or not, look, I like Michael Maguire. I don't know if he's the man to take us forward. But he's got the benefit of the doubt from me for the rest of the season anyway. You can't blame the coach for the sort of things we were watching on Sunday. That was errors and ill-discipline from the playing group that were out on the field. You can't blame the coach for 18 errors and six, six penalties conceded. That's not Michael Maguire's fault. You can, you can look at Maguire's, the team, and say, okay, well... Their structures in attack aren't working. Their defensive setup isn't working. We're leaking too many points. Um, the end of tackle, the end of tackle, uh, the end of set uh, options aren't good enough. You know what are we working on in training? Things like that. But 
you can't blame him for the performance we put in against the Knights. That was 100% on the players. If, for some reason, he's not there at the end of the year, I think Tim Sheens as a caretaker coach isn't the worst option. And I think from what is available, I believe probably Shane Flanagan would be looked at. Uh, I'm not 100% on off-contract coaches at the moment, so I can't off the top of my head think of anyone that I would really like to see come in. Uh, If Bellamy doesn't want to coach at the Storm anymore after next season, then, I mean, I'll chip in. I'm sure if all the members and fans gave $10 to the club, we could we could probably organise a nice little signing bonus for him because that would change the fabric of the club if Craig Bellamy was to coach us, even in just a couple of years to set up a, a successful system like the Melbourne Storm have. You know, obviously, this is me dreaming and something that's uh, never going to happen, but in an ideal world, uh, I think that would might be the only thing that could save this football club from over a decade of mediocrity would be someone like Craig Bellamy taking us on and just changing the entire way we do everything. So, yeah, I mean, to sum it up, ideally, Maguire can turn things around. I think he's a good enough head coach. He's proved it in the past. He's won a premiership, you know, with South Sydney, and I think he can be a positive influence on this club. Obviously, with the performances, if we put in more performances like we put in on Sunday, then... I think it's a line It's a line in the sand for Maguire and it's kind of hard to defend him uh, keeping his job, but I think he can do it. I think, I think he'll be there at the end of the year and then, depending on where we finish, the club will look at their options. Nofaluma says, I'm here, I've got you. Looking ahead to this round three clash we have coming up on Friday night, we have got the New Zealand Warriors... The 6pm kickoff at Campbelltown Stadium. Let's have a look at the teams now. The Tigers pretty much unchanged with Dane Laurie at fullback. David Nofaluma and Ken Mamalo on the wings. James Roberts and Oliver Gildart are the centres. Jackson Hastings has been named in the six, but as we know now is suspended for three matches. So we'll likely see Jock Madden come into that position. Luke Brooks is the halfback. James Tarmow and Stefano Utuikamanu are the front row. Jacob Little returns from a PCL injury to play in the nine. Luke Garner is covering the injured Kelma Tuolangi in the second row alongside Luciano Leilua and Joe Offerhengawe is the 13. Tyrone Peachy, Alex Twall, Zane Musgrove and Jake Simkin make up our four-man bench. Now, for our opponents, the New Zealand Warriors, Reese Walsh is their fullback. Adam Pompey, Marcelo Montoya, the wingers. Jesse Arthurs partners Rocco Berry as the centres, Chanel Harris-Tavita is the six, and Cody Nicarima comes in, replacing Ashley Taylor in the seven. Adam Fanua-Blake and Matt Lodge make up a pretty big forward uh, pack with Wade Egan at nine. Ewan Aitken and Alessa Katoa are the second rowers. Josh Curran in the 13. Jazz Tavanga, Bunty Afoa, Aaron Penne, and former Tiger Bailey Sirenen make up their four-man bench. Uh, yeah, there's not much I can say about this game that I wouldn't have said about the opening two games in that we just have to be up for it because I think looking at the rosters on paper, a lot of teams are going to have us have us beat just looking uh, at the sides 1-17. to I think the, the Warriors have a really good forward pack, especially uh, Fanua Blake and Josh Curran's in amazing form at the moment. 
So obviously our forward pack's going to be up against it again, as they were against the Knights. The question is, are they going to be able to stand up this week and actually make an impact on the game? I'm excited to see Jock Madden get an opportunity. I think he can really take it with both hands and and stand out and be the dominant half in the few games that he's got to play in the halves with Luke Brooks. Um, so I'm excited to see how he goes. Uh, I'm also excited to see Luke Garner back in the starting side. I think he's a really dynamic uh, ball runner. He hits a really good, really good line, and you know I'm I'm keen to see him get an opportunity back in the starting side. And Jacob Little, you know he has his his naysayers, but I'm excited to see what Jakey can do. You know he's got that a little bit more of a speed out of dummy half, and you know his service isn't always the best, but he's he's been a loyal servant to the club over the last few years, and through all the injuries that he's had, I'm, I really want to see him you know shine. And fingers crossed, he can bring something really good. Uh, to our side when we play the Warriors on Friday night. Um, look, yeah, I can't say too much about this Tigers side right now after the performance we put in on Sunday. Um, all we really need to see from these guys is is some effort. That's all. As fans, all we are asking for is a little bit of effort, uh, you know, put in for the club. We are proud, proud fans. We wear our jerseys. We wear our colours, win, lose or draw. And all we ask is for an ounce of that passion to be to be replicated when you're out on the field because the effort and the performance that we saw against the Knights was not was not West Tigers standard in terms of playing for the love of the club because myself and every single other fan of this team you know put we would put our heart on the line for this club you know we wear our heart on our sleeve we're very passionate and we love this club and when we see performances like that and we see players put in that kind of effort, you know, it's heartbreaking. So we just want to see improvement. We want to see effort. If we go out there and give 100% and the Warriors are the better team and we lose, I will cop that on the chin. I cop that on the chin against Melbourne. I thought we put in the effort. We challenged them. We just weren't the better team on the night. And I can be proud of the boys after that performance. All I'm asking for is the same against the Warriors. And I don't think that's that much to ask, honestly. Right, oh, well, that's going to wrap us up for another episode of The Last Claw. As I said at the start, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Last Claw Pod to keep up with all things related to this podcast throughout the season. Get your thoughts and questions in during the week after the game to have them read out and answered on the podcast. And I will see you all next week. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.